I'm here catching up with Andreas Vizayas of London Roar. You, you guys just finished uh, your first ISL competition yesterday. Tell, tell me about the meet. How did those two days go for you? Uh, it went well, just considering the fact of uh, having two, almost two and a half months of quarantine uh, in May. And then uh, at the same time, considering the fact that I just moved to Loughborough uh, in England, starting my master's and at the same time changing uh, coaching stuff, changing environment. So it's a lot of, a lot of stuff to actually handle. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Definitely not as good as, as I was expecting uh, time-wise, but at least um, we detected errors and mistakes during, the, during all my races that I can uh, change and adjust as uh, the whole six weeks um, are going on. Um, happy with, uh, with the results. Happy that I contributed a lot of um, points to London Roar. And uh, yeah, it was uh, kind of like different, especially racing the 4am. That was a big, big thing. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know you swam one or two in college, but I'm sure that's, you know, not your usual rotation. Um, I've got, I've got questions about everything you just said. So I'm, I'm going to try to start slow. Um, tell me about what it's been like in the bubble and to be, you know, last year you were on the DC Trident. Um, so to be on a new team and to be specifically on London Roar, what has that been like um, just this first week leading into competition? Uh, yeah, to be honest, uh, it, it's pretty nice. Yeah, they have a really strong family environment as DC Trident had. But at the same time, it's, uh, it's just like it's closer. I, I work with them more because a lot of athletes from London North, they also train at the, uh, in Loughborough. So that's uh, nice that we were already kind of like connected uh, before coming here in Budapest. So I think that was one, one of the reasons why I changed because I moved to, uh, to Europe. Uh, so I wanted to go to a European team because... I just wanted to be closer with the athletes. And at the same time, based on the original schedule of ISO uh, season two, uh, having all the 10 matches and most of them were, were going to be in Europe. Whereas if I was uh, still in DC Trident, I would have to travel a lot. And um, having masters and being in London and having to travel all over the world, like every other week, it wouldn't be as um, helpful, but also as healthy for my body. And like, uh, it wouldn't be <laughs> really convenient for neither the results, neither for anyone. <laughs> so that was the reason why I had to uh, leave in a way. But yeah, as I said, it's, uh, it's a great experience. Um, just getting bonding and having the journey together. Um for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you had said that, you know, time-wise the races didn't go quite as well as you might've hoped, but again, you've got stuff to work on moving forward. Um, you know, have, uh, again, I think this is, it's easy to compare this kind of environment to maybe a college dual meet, um, schedule, 
you know, it, at least mm-hmm. in, in the United States and the NCAA. Um, so what, what, what tweaks are you going to make moving forward? What's your kind of plan for the next couple weeks um, heading into these next few competitions? The, the good part with this is that we have um, a week and a half of not, not having competition. So I'm still building practice-wise and the volume. Um, so coming towards the next match and uh, the one after, I'm going to reduce the volume while keeping like the race space and the quality stuff. And I think that will give me the, um, the back half of my races, what I, I usually also do. And I'm like, I'm really strong in the back half. Um, whereas right now we saw that I was just like slowly, um, just getting tired as the races and as the day, as the match was going on, which is not what we are used to. Like I'm usually just like be able to maintain my speed and uh, endurance during the whole day. Uh, but yeah, as for now, I think I'm just, I'm still a little bit tired from practicing and, uh, building that endurance and the aerobic capacity, We've been training for the last uh, month in Lapro with uh, Andy, my coach. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. It's it's good to be back and racing. Uh, it's different with all the COVID regulations and uh, wearing a mask all the time is not convenient at all. Um, at least for me, I feel that it, it dehydrates me a lot. So it was something that I had to adjust as well uh, during the second day because on the first day I was feeling so dehydrated uh, before the 12 a.m. And having like five minutes before the race, you can't drink as much water or electrolytes because it's gonna <laughs> you're gonna feel like so bloated during the race, and you don't want that. So it caught me a little bit off guard, out of guard. I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh my God, I need water. But at the same time, oh, I'm like two minutes away from the block. So what should I do? Uh, just, it was weird. Um, but I think it's, uh, it's complicated for everyone. And we try to adjust in those. It's like the new normal. Uh, but at least the ISL, they try and whatever they can uh, in order for us to be more safe. Uh, because as I say, health is above everything, above competitions or degrees and above any other thing. So from that perspective, I think they're doing a great job. And at the same time, I think it's just really helpful. It's really helpful for us to be safe and be here and enjoy what the ISL is because uh, it's the only com- like really high um, like worldwide level competition that we can have like at this time of the season and at the same time doing all the COVID and athletes dropping out because they can't travel athletes not being able because they're tested positive. So he's just being super um, crazy for them, the ISL as um, um, an organization, but for us as well, just to be safe, try to be safe for us, but also for our teammates and the other athletes and uh, at the same time, race fast and enjoy because the, the enjoy the ISO because I said in the last season as well is uh, it's really fun and is something really renovated um, and it, I'm pretty sure that it's going to help a lot the swimming as sport, uh, which is uh, the best for us in the future generations to have a better environment, have better conditions, and have more um income in a way and bring more sponsors and uh, i don't know put the sport in the spotlight 
I'm uh, hopefully, hopefully this is doing that job of putting the sport in the spotlight. I think I, I know one of the reasons they wanted to have it was because it's, it's the only show on TV right now, right? There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, no, there's no sports. And so, uh, so hopefully, you know, people are, are, are flipping through the channels being like, Oh, swimming. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tune into this for, for, for an hour. Um, so, but you know, uh, you moved to Loughborough uh, just this fall. Um, tell me about how that transition has been. You know, you mentioned you have a new coach, Andy. Um, so, so yeah. F- first off, I'll start there. How has the transition <laughs> to to li- ba- living back in Europe been for you so far? Um, it's uh, great. It's something really new, new culture. Um, that's the biggest thing, to be honest. Um, but. I was uh, I was in Greece uh, training uh, for the Olympics um, after graduating in the past December from NC State, um, and now, as you said, I moved to Loughborough. It, it's it's new, but at the same time, I have the same quality aspect that I had at NC State. Um, so, like the team has a really nice family environment, as um, I'm used to, and. I mentioned that a lot because at least in my perspective, I've seen that it works and it's really helpful to make it better. Like the pain, the struggle when you have in practices and during the matches and during all the competition, it's something that at least for me, it pushed me so much to push through um, my limits and become better. So I like that aspect a lot and they helped me really, much to settle in. Uh, they even helped me to find an apartment when, well, while I couldn't travel to actually <laughs> um, be there and check in myself. So like uh, Ian, one of the other coaches, uh, he helped us a lot to actually uh, find a place uh, so we can uh, be close to campus. I'm like uh, 10 minutes walking distance, which is great. And from the other perspective, it's, not, it's a small city, so everything's close by and uh, you don't need a car. I'm still like walking around and I can be in the center uh, downtown uh, and at the same time be close to campus, which is the original plan to have less time commuting and use that extra time to rest and study and be more prepared for, for practice. Um, I really like it and uh, they helped me a lot. So it's, I'm, I'm really f- thankful that I found this team and I found this university. I found this coaching stuff that I can still feel comfortable in order to uh, work on the weakness, the, all the weaknesses and all the weak points that I might have um, in order to become better faster while continuing my education and uh, continue my dream to be a sports psychologist. I remember talking to you about this in April or May, and I mean, it sounded <laughs> yeah. like such a so it's a while ago, so a long time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> um, but it sounded like such a win-win, and it's so good to hear that the yeah, it's so far it's working out. Like you said, you can you can improve in the pool, you can improve in the classroom, you can chase chase your goals in both. Uh, it sounds super cool, and so so. Um, I, and I'm I'm probably going to ask every athlete this because I think it's just interesting. You know, when you're in a bubble situation like this, um, obviously, like your coach Andy isn't there. You know, so it's like oh, how, sure. how <laughs> right? And so, you know, it's like you're you're in this team, and there's only a few coaches. Um, 
you know, do you talk to him on a regular basis? Do you, have you talked with the other coaches? Um, how, how is that relationship worked so far of just getting feedback from what, what coaches are you getting feedback from? So all of them, to be honest, the more feedback that I get from practice, from, from the practices or the key sets that I have in, during practice or even the races is, uh, is, is a win for any athlete. Um, getting different feedbacks, it, it will just like give me more um, like perspective, like what things that I have to work on and actually make me um, go and review the videos, for example, or like get like um uh bring in my memory the, the race and see oh did i actually do that i didn't notice and or i didn't i miscount my strokes for example um but i have a really good communication uh, with andy we talk like every other day uh talking about practices how the practice is going and um what is going to be like the moving forward the plan um we sat a lot of times uh, before Budapest to talk and go through stuff that we want to um, be mindful during the, those six weeks that we we have. And at the same time, uh, he came in contact with one of the coaches as if they're going to be here. And um, like the coaches here, they know the plan that Andy wanted me to go through. And um, he sends me practices, especially for like the, the key um, practices or like the key sets that I want to have, like for the 2IM or the 2Fly, for like my main events. Uh, he rides all down and uh, some one of the coach might put someone with me, like race with me, or um, if they have something similar, we adjust. So I, at the same time, I won't be so isolated. Um, I'm tr- Yeah. So that, that was one of the big, the big things when I have like something that is not so specific, I join uh, one of the other groups here in Budapest so I can be more social and break that isolation that we have because everyone's in a single room um we're in the dining hall everyone is <laughs> everyone cool. eats by themselves yeah it's it's weird but also at the same time it's also necessary to be helpful <laughs> to be safe in a way um but yeah otherwise we have to be uh with a mask so everyone after dinner after every meal they probably go uh to the rooms so they can take the mask off um because yeah we, we literally wear the mask all the time we sanitize everything we wash our hands so it's not as ideal but at the same time we know that it's so necessary for everyone um so yeah i think they communicate well i, I communicate well with uh, andy and uh, he was all the races yesterday and the day before for the uh, the first match and uh um, after the practice and, uh, we, we had a chat, we went through all the events uh, in order to see what he saw from the video, but uh, from the, uh, television, by the same time, what I felt doing the race. And, uh, so we can be better for the next match. Yeah. Have you, um, you know, have, have you gotten any training partners from the London roar yet? I know. I know each team swims uh, at, at a separate time, but, uh, you know, have you done any fun practices with your London Roar teammates yet? 
<laughs> fun, not exactly, <laughs> to be honest. But as for training partner, yeah, I work a lot with uh, Duncan, uh, Duncan Scott. We we have similar events. So and I'm training with his coach. I'm uh, with uh, his group. So it's really nice uh, to have someone uh, train with and uh, go through the easy stuff, the not easy stuff, but like the more um, uh, low specific type of like uh, practices. And as I said, they, they build that family environment. So at the same time, you just like uh, when someone is hopping on the blocks and do something fast, we just pause for a little bit just to cheer him on and try to like bump him up so he, he or she can go uh, faster. And then we keep swimming <laughs> for the rest of the practice. So uh, it's, uh, it's nice. We're loud, which I like because I'm one of those people that they cheer and they get the throws out like yelling and like, being loud. Um, so I like that for sure. Uh, you know, we, we've from, from an outsider's perspective, I've obviously seen Duncan Scott's relay heroics, uh, you know, they, they, they took down the U S which was heartbreaking for us, but it was, it was an amazing (laughs) swim, uh, for, for him and for the British, the 2019 world championships last year, you know, he, he won an individual medal there. He's, he's been looking good at this ISL what's training with him specifically been like these last couple months. Um, so I've only trained with him now moving to uh, Budapest because uh, he's okay. in uh, Sterling University. So we don't, we haven't trained gotcha. uh, besides uh, outside of the bubble. But for the last couple of weeks, I've learned uh, from him. I tried to um, uh, build my stroke as it is because I've seen him race and he keeps his um, stroke rate really high up in like at the end. So um I'm, I'm trying to learn from him as well. And at the same time, um, it will help me for the London Roar. And it's, it's going to be, it's fun. We're still at the beginning. So we haven't really, really um, been able to like chat a lot because we're not technically allowed to be so like close and chat so much. Um, but uh, I think as we move on, I will have the chance to, uh, get to know all the other guys as well, not only Duncan, and be able to learn from everyone. Because um, as I've said, ISL, it gives that opportunity, it brings together all the um, high-class athletes, all the elite athletes being at the same time, uh, which is uh, something really new. And I don't think that is uh, like doing the World Championship or Olympic Games or even Europeans, uh, I don't think we have the chance to chat and be with everyone because everyone is so focused to for the races and the relays and everything that they have with their national team. So now that we are, it, it just the ISO brings everyone more together, and uh, I think that's why it builds like the the sport from its foundation. And I think by having the broadcast it just we have the chance to actually show how uh good the sport is and how fun at the same time because we're having fun for sure (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so speaking of fun, we'll we'll end we'll end on this note. Uh, you did get to swim the hundred IM in this last competition. Is there is there a a, a fun event that you're like? I don't know if my coaches would necessarily let me swim this, but I would really like to swim it. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the 50 back. It's the only 50 that I can actually swim <laughs> and be fast and <laughs> competitive. Uh, but we have good backstrokers, <laughs> uh, as we saw, uh, Kristen Diener and, uh, Guido, they, they were so fast. So I don't think I would have the actual chance to race the 50 back. Uh, but I swam the 4IM, which I haven't done them since <laughs> I'm pretty sure 2008. Um, wow. so it was like PB for like 11 seconds, <laughs> which is so great having that, I haven't done that for like a lot of time um so it was a really nice triple yesterday having the two fly 100 am and then after a while thank god had the time to actually recover a little bit at the 4 am um but it wasn't it was fun to be honest i really enjoyed it it's something that i would not necessarily want to do it again but <laughs> if the team needed i'll definitely do it um and as we saw like for uh 409 it's it's a good time i i i'm pretty sure that i can go faster if i don't have the triple uh but as i said yeah it's it's an event that it's i really admire the people that they can go fast i think the 4im is the hardest event in the pool um so i i'm definitely happy that i was able to actually put out like a, a decent <laughs> uh 4im and uh yeah we'll see but as for the 100 am i really love the 100 am it's uh an event that i was really uh sad that we didn't have at uh that at NCAAs. i think everyone says that that it should have been an event like uh <laughs> in the timeline um uh, but yeah, I had the chance to swim the uh, the um, for the the hundred IM doing Europeans or uh, World Championships short course, so it's not something really new for me. Um, but yeah, I think it was uh, good. It was a uh, really nice, a really good time having only like not even ten minutes, I think, after the uh, two fly. So uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how the meet yeah, go. I saw you and Vinny Lanza both both had that quick turnaround double oh, for the London <laughs> roar of the two fly hundred IM. That seemed kind of brutal, but um, but uh, you know, like you said, it was a good triple all around. Um, I Andreas, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk with me. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can bring you back on in, in a few weeks after uh, one of your next competitions and check back in with you, see how things are going. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.